0: Hello friends, thanks for tuning in to Square Zeros, the podcast about musicians and their earliest recording efforts. I'm Derek Hawkins, I'm here with my co-host John Mann, and today we're talking to Michael Sinkavage. He's the frontman from the Brooklyn noise punk band Low Fat Getting High. We're going to hear from him in a second, but first, a cut from Low Fat's new record, Don't Believe You Anymore. Enjoy.
1: Hey, I'm Michael Sincavage. I sing and play guitar for Low Fat Getting High, as well as just being Michael Sincavage. The artist. The guy. The guy. Can you yeah. talk
0: about your art for a second actually before we get into the music thing?
1: Uh sure. you have some really cool and distinct artwork. Thanks. Um, I, I like uh I, I draw a lot. I went to art school, so um I don't know, it's kind of been my uh, way of meeting people. Where'd you go? Uh I went to Ringling School of Art and Design. Okay, that's in where in Florida is Sarasota, that? Florida. Sarasota, okay. It's where people uh you either go to art school or you go there to die. <laughs> so there's two
2: types of people there. Can,
1: can, can it be both? Uh I or you could teach at at a college there. Wait, is where is Sarasota? Is that near Fort Myers? Uh it's north of Fort Myers. North it's Fort Myers? it's West Coast, Florida. So it's like on the Gulf. Yeah. Um it's about two hours, two or three hours North of Miami, depending on how fast you drive. <laughs> right. Dude, I, I love like Florida tiki. It's like the most uneducated cultural phenomenon. Of, <laughs> like, it has nothing to do with Hawaii. It's just like sailors wanting to drink. Uh, I mean, like a lot of that stuff came from like World War II sailors, like vacationing or whatever. They're, that'd be like their watering holes, like shitty hotels with tiki bars. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the heaviest drinks there, there's like a lot of them like still around that sounds like one of the yeah. awesome shitholes. holes yeah
0: <laughs> so you went to art school near there and tiki clearly influenced all your art right totally actually yeah man like <laughs> my ties i drank a lot of them uh, well
1: like actually I, I think um i mean the drinking ends up being sort of like handicapped sometimes like the, the whole point of uh, well what i see of like being art is like i came from like a really sort of um Like Orlando, it's really overbearing. It's in your face, Um, entertainment, and just kind of cheesy shit. So, uh, going to art school and everything, like I always look for some sort of handicap to make something expressive to get rid of that cheesy shit that is just like part of my DNA. Um, So, like in in drawing, I do these things like blind contour drawings, where I'll look at something and uh, not look at the paper, so you end up with these marks that you don't know what they're going to be until you actually, until you're done with the drawing. So I I try to look at art and music in the same way where you're just setting up these handicaps um, where you don't know what's going to happen. You do these like blind or deaf things to get inspired. So what's your handicap and low fat? <clears throat> what's the
0: analog to that?
1: Uh, well, actually like a, a lot of the ways Artie and I will write songs or I'll write songs on my own is just like um, just improvisation or so, so we'll do like a song, we'll just set up some microphones and try to run through like a set list that we haven't actually written. And that's how we wrote songs like uh, Police Cop from our last thing, like it's literally just, we just start playing it and that's what comes out. And then we kind of try to clean it up and make a song out of it. But a lot of times it that's that ends up just being the arrangement. Um, so a lot of times I won't play guitar on those things, I'll just sing. So all the guitar lines come from just me Fucking around like being like
3: <laughs> yeah. um
1: there's some of that like i don't know that florida cheese comes in i love <laughs> i love karaoke
2: so like i'll dance around the room just like i'm singing just weird <laughs> karaoke yeah now awesome. now with your early work was it always that way i mean the early stuff did that i would love to i would love to know if there was some early stuff that you had that actually was still florida cheese before you rejected it but I, ma- I imagine we're not gonna find that
1: nope
3: nope
1: <laughs> maybe maybe no, no, it's, no, it's no great bad. no
2: great deep cut jimmy buffett track
1: in there. um actually like probably the most embarrassing stuff was like uh I, like there were a lot of boy bands at the time so like i wanted to like me and a couple friends we we made like a noisy boy band but it's just really bad like the idea was like we still end up doing like bad white boy rapping on it there's like feedback all over the place and it's weird. Um, but it's still like just bad. It's really bad.
0: That's that's pushing the envelope there, man. <laughs> noise <laughs> boy band and noise. That's a yeah. good, that's a cool fusion. I, I, I don't know if uh, I, I don't know if, if
1: the success of low fat will continue if I start playing that old stuff for people. It's,
0: <laughs> it might just be over. <laughs> but but you do have some some stuff that falls in the middle ground. There's a song yes. that you mentioned called The Skunk. The skunk. That we were thinking about starting with? Yeah. Yeah? Can you give us a little backstory on the skunk? So, um... I've always sucked at being in bands,
1: so I end up like playing stuff on my own, um, and that was like my first recording of just playing everything by myself. And I think like it's all recorded with like one microphone, so uh, the drums are one microphone. It's super lo-fi, but I made like a four-song EP for my
2: girlfriend at the time. Oh, uh. <laughs> she she hated that one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the song she hated the most. Yeah, exactly. Um, and how, you say uh, you did it all with one microphone. What were you recording into? Uh, my, my parents PC
1: is like a Hewlett Packard HP using like yeah. Cubasis like not Cubase the 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 cheaper knockoff Everywhere. version <laughs>
2: exactly yeah All right. so we have we have the skunk which you would you would call let's say HP tiki rock totally okay
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> from, from 2000 am I reading that correctly yeah damn you know I guess we were talking during, during the uh, playback there uh, about how like a lot of that echoes in what low fat does that kind of just like driving dark we, were, we mentioned Foo Fighters I think early, early, early Foo Fighters early early early, early Foo Fighters uh, it seems like you found something and sort of t- developed it or it sounds like you've developed that over the past 14 years It's, uh, yeah, you know, it's like,
1: it's one of those things that like I I always had in my gut, but like I was never around people that liked that stuff. So it always seemed like something embarrassing to me and I I was never really able to, I don't know, it wasn't really into low fat that I really pushed it and tried to actually do something with it. And what were you into at the time that was so incongruent with everybody around you? Uh, I mean, like I remember when I discovered dead Kennedys and misfits myself and everybody was just like, that sucks. (laughs) Um, you know, they were really into like, I mean, there's just a lot of really bad music and whatever, like 2000, like, um, so that's, I don't know, I guess that's when I really started like digging into weird stuff because I couldn't find anything that I liked in general.
2: Where did you, where did you come by your weird stuff? Did you have a record store you went to and somebody who like had had your back there? Were you just online? Like, I mean, it's interesting to ask in like 2000, you know, because like a lot of the sort of like internet sources that we use now like were nascent or non-existent yeah
1: yeah um well okay so like i used to play a lot of like open mics um orlando was not a big music town so like i, I started playing a lot of just like weird co- like coffee house open mic shows um and i met a few people there that would throw like some obscure reference like oh,
2: check out whatever and i'd go do it um or you just nod and pretend you knew what they were talking about. And exactly. And yeah. <laughs> like that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Yeah. Um, what would you say went into something like this? I mean, you mentioned Misfits, Dead Kennedys. Was that what you would say you were listening to that influenced like a song like The Skunk? Or do you think?
1: Yeah. Well, okay. Like in the in the 90s, you'd always have like that one song on the record like you'd have like a major label record like uh Foo Fighters or Beck or whatever and there'd always be like that one song that's just like really crazy and totally like Black Flag influenced um so that was kind of like how I was introduced to like punk rock I didn't know most of that stuff I didn't know what they were referencing I just knew like the regurgitation of it so I think like that's sort of where I was coming from with that like let's just make something noisy and uh and then I started learning after that <laughs> yeah Warm. Uh where so where'd you go from there? Um pff, the art school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um I, I don't know. Uh
0: yeah. Well, I guess to step back for a second though, uh you know it's rare to find you I mean you were a teenager, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, something like that, probably. Uh you were a, a multi instrumentalist. Yeah, uh, that's I. We don't come across a lot you know, of those.
2: The and talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> what
0: motive? So you played what? What instrument did you play first, and how did you learn the others? Um, well, I, I learned piano as a kid,
1: and I hated it. I went to Catholic school, by the way, so I I quit piano, and a uh, 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 nun, the music nun, told me that I was gonna. Uh, Jesus was pissed that I quit <laughs> oh, piano, no. and that I was gonna go to hell over that. So a few, a few years later, like I picked up guitar and, um, just trying to drive that nail further. Yeah. Just piss off, off. Piss off <laughs> a little more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I learned guitar and then, I don't know, like I, I, I loved all that early Dave Grohl stuff. So I, I think it was just one of those like, well, got to learn drums too. So I beat the shit out of my mattress. Like I was playing drums and, um, I don't know. And then. I don't know. I was never, I didn't live near my high school. It was like 45 minutes away. I was in a, like an art magnet thing. So I'd commute. So I was never around the kids who like were in bands.
2: So if mm-hmm. I wanted to make music, I had to do it by myself. I was curious about that. I was going to ask whether you have ever got a band together for this material or not. It was just a solo project that you wrote by yourself. Yeah. Like
1: the whole bedroom demos thing. I've been doing that forever. I, there's even stuff before that where I'm just like recording on cassette. Mm -hmm. That I don't even know where that stuff is, but I'm using like garbage
2: cans and acoustic guitars and distorting them. Well, next time you get to that, (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll put it up later. Uh, What was the next? We wanted to talk about some more music, though. Maybe stuff once you do get into bands. Do we have stuff once you do get into it? Wait, no. The next project, you weren't in a band yet. This was the... Uh, well, we've got theatrical project. Yes. Or did we want to do Artie first?
1: Let's do it. Uh, yeah, let's go with Artie because okay. I did the theatrical thing after okay. that. Okay, cool. So, so, uh, I've never really been very good at bands. So like when I moved to New York, I'm still not very good at being in bands. I just did a bunch of stuff like in my bedroom. Um, and I met, uh, Artie through a Craigslist ad trying to start a band from one of these like bedroom projects, um, that I had been doing. And so we did this thing called shock a lot for like, three, four years, um, rather unsuccessfully. I mean, we had some cool stuff, but like nothing like what, uh, it's just, I don't know. It's weird. So we'd been working together for a long time and we're both relatively antisocial and incapable of like meeting people or just being like, (laughs) um, yeah. So, I mean, we even met like, Kayleen the initial drummer for low fat like on Craigslist like we just suck at meeting people (laughs) um so a friend of mine moved to New York and we wanted to start a band and we wanted to kind of go with that gut instinct of just like playing loud and heavy and and just filling the you know like the physics of sound with just noise um so my best friend Eddie he moved up to the city and we started a band called scrambled porn and that's where a lot of the like low fat ideas came from uh Initially I wasn't playing guitar. It was just already playing really loud distorted bass and Eddie drumming and I would have like two microphones um, One for screaming and then another for like effects and that's where a lot of the the weird like guitar stuff from low came from was like Singing through a whammy pedal and delay and just getting these weird little noisy Melodies
0: and stuff cool. So what from that project do you have
1: uh, a song called the claw uh, which we re-recorded as "Low Fat" for our Bad Yoga EP. Um, so you can hear a lot of like the weird, uh, like a lot of the, a lot of that stuff is just there already. Um, but there's no guitar, just bass and vocals going through uh, effects pedals. Awesome, let's hear it.
0: <laughs> hell yeah dude <laughs> uh and yeah once again that the the uh the more developed version of that is on bad yoga seven inch my yes. fire records great record money fire <laughs> rep <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool man tell us a little bit more about that track um well
1: we uh yeah that came from an improvisation where it was like pretty much that exact same length uh just a little bit sloppier Eddie Eddie wasn't uh, he's a he's a fun drummer but he hadn't played for a long time so his stamina wasn't quite there so that whole like kind of weird reggaeton beat in the middle of it <laughs> um, totally came from him just like being tired <laughs> so, so he's like taka, 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 boom, ba, boom, ba. that just kind of so like uh, another like limitation thing you know it's like uh, I think the best weird creative ideas come from like just pushing yourself to the to the limits and then failing and uh just coming up with what you've got left with um but yeah all the all those ideas came from just like this weird improvisation that we did together
2: that's awesome and you so that was some of the first work you did with Artie. i guess post choke a lot actually i guess you guys have been playing together for a few years at that point (laughs) yeah yeah uh that was in 2010 i think we did that okay and to be clear for for the listeners at home who might not know already current basis for low, low fat, fat getting, getting high. high. <laughs> so we, yeah. didn't, we didn't make that explicit until now. Um, so you said that the last project you brought in to speak with us about was something that you and your wife were working on together.
1: Yeah, we, uh, she's a photographer and we were doing this series of photographs that were like of these duck and bunny characters. And the idea was that they're just like killing each other and sort of in an itchy, itchy, scratchy sort of way. But, um, in like a live action theater, kind of fine art setting we it was i don't know we had these ideas and sounds very heady yeah like uselessly heady um (laughs) so i wrote these like I, i i wanted to write some songs around it um and we called it the duck and bunny shit show so this is one of those songs i'm always like kind of trying to incorporate um like pop with noise and this is just one of those uh exercises in that
2: And let me ask, too, the personnel on this is back to just
1: just me. Yeah, Yeah, it's like a duet and I'm singing both parts. So it's like awkwardly high and kind of ridiculous. Bringing
2: back that uh, before your voice drop moment from. uh, Exactly. Yeah, I I still uh, I still have a really
1: (laughs) high voice if I want to use it, (laughs) which I don't. (laughs)
2: that was until the air escapes me from the duck and bunny show duck and bunny shit show duck and bunny shit show sorry yeah um now would you say that was awesome would you say that's more influenced by say orlando than your other songs yeah yeah i feel like there was a there was a disneyfication of low fat that was going on yeah in the in in that
1: yeah i grew up around like a lot of uh like i spent a lot of time at disney so just like watching uh those little like I don't even know what you call them. They're just these shows where all the fucking characters yeah. dance and these do these cheesy songs and whatever. So you have these giant animals dancing and I don't know. I've always like tried to process that in a way that
0: would be cool. And I don't think I've ever actually accomplished <laughs> it. That's pretty creepy, though. Like, you know, <laughs> Hearing some of those lines, it's like, oh, this is like a weird fun house mirror image of like the animatronic guys at Chuck E. Cheese. And the call and response is pretty out there. Totally. <laughs>
2: Thank you. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's an audience for that, but if there is, I'll find it. <laughs> I guess. I guess, in a sense, there's a sinister, sinister side to all that shit, anyway. Oh it yeah. It kind of seems like it would be really ripe for like that sort of songwriting. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I actually worked at Disney in high school. Um, there's like this tunnel at the Magic Kingdom. This is just like one of the saddest places on earth. Like you've got the happiest place on earth, and then this tunnel where everyone is like taking their smoke breaks. And there's like a cafeteria without any windows, and they have like a a mural, like a photo mural of a Hawaiian landscape that's supposed to like cheer you up, brighten the room up while you're eating your overpriced catering
2: fucking depressing can we record there or play there like is there any opportunity to get in front of this mural
1: uh i don't i don't think so i think you'd have to work there
0: to get back there but it's it's, it's funny to know and dark to know that there's an entire like venice of underpaid workers cranking (laughs) cigarettes underneath disneyland it's disney world
1: yeah i think i think there's like a barber shop down there too so you can get the saddest haircut you've ever had (laughs) For yes. like a, a hairstyle that they permit in their uniform code that you don't want. Ooh. How long did you last there? <laughs> uh I just worked there in high school. It wasn't
0: yeah. very long. Yeah. <laughs> You're not itching to go back, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh we're, well um what's um what's low fat up to? You guys just released a twelve inch. Yes. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. What else?
1: Uh well, we're we're kind of just I don't know, we're being pretty weird about it. We've got some we're just taking like whatever shows are offered to us we're playing some college shows right now um we're playing suny in long island uh in december at some point and i don't know so we're kind of like wrapping up the year november's a really weird time to put out a full length kind of like limited to whatever is going on so Mm -hmm. we're just kind of doing that i'm trying to be very zen about everything just like take it as it comes and not try to
0: push it too much and not to be too dorky here, but Village Voice named you guys the best rock band in New York? Yes. <laughs> what did that feel like? That was fucking weird. It's like pretty cool. Um, I, I, I try to,
1: I'm really like trying to play it off. Like I don't care, but I totally am excited about it. No, it's incredible. It's really cool. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a huge accolade. I was going to say it's too. It's not
0: like AM New York naming you the best rock band in New York, which really right. cool in its own, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, we did pop up in AM New York after that. So, <laughs> was it was it a compliment or was it? Oh, they or were they giving a contrasting opinion to the Village Voice's uh, categorization of you as the best band in New York? It, w- it was just like a, a CMJ mention. <laughs> oh,
1: I, I was cool. hoping they'd like pant, like just like just tear us apart really? but uh i
2: don't know just turf war <laughs> turf those, war those over am new york reviews man they're <laughs> brutal and you guys uh you released it uh at a show with the black black too who also released yes. their their record that's awesome we've had you know we had john on to begin the season um and they're actually being interviewed on uh bbox tonight by uh yeah rode by hour yeah by, yes. by our boy matt shout out to our boy matt over there I love those guys. excellent taste in uh in music that matt townsend oh well man um is there a track is there a low-fat track off the new record you want to take us out on or sure
1: uh how about uh do you want something that's been around or do you i don't know do you you want us to have something that's been around or do you want us to uh well there's a thing like that that's been (laughs) i i'd go with like start all over again that's my uh that's one of my favorite songs on the new record um so yeah let's go with that let's do that Michael, thanks so much for coming in with us. Thank you guys so much for having me. Our pleasure. Weirdest, weirdest interview ever. Thank you.